The Pope Stevenson Show. PopeStevenson.com. Episode 277. Tuesday, March 15, 2016. This is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 277. I am Rob. You are Greg. That's what I've been saying all these years, hasn't it? <laughs> Still crazy <laughs> after all. Ugh. So this is it. This is it. Is it? This is it. Nobody cares. <laughs> now listen, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Ten plus years of the yeah. Paunch Stevenson show, paunchstevenson.com. It's a social experiment. To, yeah, on us. <laughs> ten plus I we, years. We, I think we failed. Well, <laughs> so ten plus years, and we've had... Listeners come and go. We've had yeah. listeners leave comments and, and on the Facebook page and Twitter and all this kind of stuff interacting and, and it's been very nice and very interesting and cool and exciting and fun. On mm. all the episodes, no matter what we, what silly, insignificant things we talk about, people like it or, or you know, on, on Facebook or they, or they leave the comments or whatever. There's a lot of interaction. Then, for whatever reason, finally, finally, the big day, the big moment, this new Star Wars movie comes out. Yeah. Very exciting, a very big thing in, in, in Paunch Stevenson, in, you know, in, in, in the Paunch Stevenson universe. I suppose. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets? Not First one of- comment, not one peep, not one thumbs up, not what the Star Wars, our big, huge, decades in the making Star Wars review, and then and that's the episode. You know, it's it's it, it's a fitting ending for the Paunch Stevenson show. Well, first of all, the Paunch luck. Can I just say, first of all, obviously, you may not have realized this, we weren't the only people talking about Star Wars. I know, but this is the Paunch Stevenson show review of Star. This is this is the real, honest review. Maybe you should have been dishonest. I can't. <laughs> I, I can, I'm like George Washington. I can That's never tell a lie. So untrue. <laughs> Only truth. Mm. But isn't that a suitable ending for? For the Paunch Stevenson show. Well, featuring you. We, we, we end on a, you know how they say go out on a high note, and, and, you know, right. and end on a high note. We ended on the lowest possible note ever. Well, I think we've had lower notes, but. <laughs> now. You know, the Scott C. Clements interview comes to mind. No, come on. That was good. Come on. I like Why? Scott- Air like, your grievances now! No, I like Scott C. Clemens. He was good. I wonder what he's up to, actually. I don't know. He was actually, England. you know what? He should direct the new Star Wars. Oh, God. What was wrong with what J.J. Abrams did? 
Well, nothing, but you said they're going to keep rotating directors. Yeah, like people in the business. Well, he is in the business. Not really. The British Hollywood. Um, anyway. Ugh. So, um, Bill Cosby. <laughs> we'll really go out on a low note. Ugh. So is he convicted yet or what? No, he hasn't even been, uh, he hasn't been indicted or anything. He's yeah. just been sued. Well, that's what I mean. Has he lost, has he like, has he gotten in trouble yet with the law? Or not really. What's, what's the story? No, not really. Oh, man. Cosby. Hold on. Indigestion. So, um, wait, who's worse? Who, who ended up being worse? Bill Cosby. Tiger. Wait, oh, wait, wait, hold on a second. All okay. of a sudden, he's Bill Cosby? What do you mean? You've been calling him Bill Cosby for ten years. <laughs> no, I have. I yes, only you have. I did that for one episode. <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> Bill Cosby. I was like, what? Bill anyway, Cosby. Anyway. All right, who's worse? Bill Cosby, Tiger Woods, or Charlie Sheen? <laughs> Well, Cosby is worse. <laughs> Not even close. It's worse than Charlie Sheen. Well, Cosby raped like Who'd 50 have... people. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> this big, this big hero. There's always them, hero. Isn't it? Well, yeah, what the big, heck? Big facade. How come we don't do that? Rape 50 people? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. How come... The people who, at least before our Star Wars episode, were fans of our show. Mm. Are you saying that we should have committed like a capital offense? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying we're Got the no only variety. we're the only ethical, straight laced people in the business. Frank Nora is not ethical and straight laced. <laughs> Well, no, he is, but I'm I'm just saying, like like us and and you know the people in the Paunch Stevenson show universe, right? Everyone else out, you know, out making the big bucks. They're all they're all losers. They're all weirdos and wackos and mm. liars and crooks. And uh, you've kind of lost me here. I don't know. I lost myself. Yeah, obviously. I have another update. Chiller Theater. Yeah. You gonna go? Eric Estrada. Yeah, the Chips Reunion. And Larry Wilcox, who we met. Yes, and... Some other guy. Robert Pine. Yeah. The other guy. Father of Chris Pine. Chris Pine, yes. Is it? Yes. Oh, I I just just said yes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Dabney Coleman. Yes, Dabney Coleman. <laughs> Short time. Um, Ted McGinley. Yes, from Married with, with Children. Children. Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, Lamont from from yeah. Sanford and Son. Eh, Lamont. John Lipnicki. Yeah, that, yeah, I know. It, it trails off after that. Oh, however... Oh, wait a minute, though. Kevin Sorbo... Eh, I've met him before. 
And then a big one. Big a one. Big, actually, two big two ones. Two big ones. Two big Paunch Stevenson show big ones. Yes. One of whom is big. Fine. Well, <laughs> actually, they both might be big now, but. Um, Star of Charles in Charge, yes. Willie Ames, a.k.a. Yes. Buddy Lembeck. Yes! Who asks... <laughs> Charles, it's me, Buddy. Wait, who asks what? What is he always... What is your, your line for Willie Ames? I thought that was my line. No! The 911 thing... <laughs> God, you really no, have lost that your was mind. that was um that was uh oh, what's that guy's name? Willie Ames. No, that would call nine one one. No, not Jeff Conaway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Charles, Charles, what's the number for nine one one? Stupid. The big one, Willie Ames. Yeah. And then the First other big East Coast appearance ever, yeah. I guess. Well, what we've been, been saying, what again? The paunch luck we've been saying for ten years. Chiller Theater, where the heck is Willie Ames? Of all people, we've requested Willie Ames, huh? And now that 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 we're retiring, <laughs> you're retiring. Well, I'm retiring from the paunch scene. So, Joe, now all of a sudden, Willie Ames, after the fact, is going to be at Chiller Theater. The paunch mm-hmm. luck. Anyway, so the other one... Yeah. Who, uh... Did you ever meet him? I never yeah. did, no. Oh, no. Right. So you're, the other you're one is... Hey, 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 worked. hey! Yeah. What is going on here? Hey, hey, hey. Dennis Belding Haskins. Yep. This picture is very outdated. It is indeed. He will be completely unrecognizable. <laughs> But still belding. And then, live in concert... Concert? Two of the monkeys. <laughs> who we met. Yeah. And Cherie Curry, who we also met. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie Phillips. And now, you have to assume that at some point in this concert, Dennis Haskins is going to get up on stage. and just <laughs> I wish. Make an appearance. Um, Mackenzie Phillips... Yeah. Barry Bostwick. I don't know if you care about him. Eh. Uh, anyone else who's... Uh, Craig Schaefer I need. I need Craig Schaefer. Schaefer. Who's that? Uh, he's further down there. He was in... Uh, he was in One Tree Hill and a river <laughs> A river runs through it. I like a river runs through it. Runs through what? I don't know. The town. Huh? I don't know. Anyway, so that's 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 a pretty good lineup, I have to say. Yeah, well, we'll see who cancels. Well, yeah. Uh, Is he going to go? Man, I might have to. Uh, might have to. Willie Ames, come on, Willie, Willie Ames. Ames. I think it'd be worth it if you just if you could somehow cause some kind of a scene with Willie Ames. <laughs> now again. Willie Ames, this picture is 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 hilariously hilariously <laughs> outdated. Five years old. He will be he will be extremely unrecognizable. Mm. But still, Willie Ames. Yeah. <laughs> now after I meet Willie Ames, the only 
actor left that, that like, for, for me, a big one, the only one left would be Jaleel White. I was just going to say that, Steve Urkel. Yeah, he doesn't really do conventions, though. Oh, man. Anyway. He, showed, he showed up in, like, Pennsylvania one time for somebody he knew. It was like a rapper. All right. I know, it's weird. <laughs> uh yeah yeah that's that's going to be an interesting one um i think for me i've got a few i got a few other ones that i will be attending uh here and there uh, one of the big ones i don't know if you're going to be if you'll want to go to this one last year we went to the retrocon right so far, the only... Well, there's a couple of guests named. One of them is Ted DiBiase, who does every show. I mean, come on. Million Dollar Man. With, uh, with you know who. Never, they usually... Adam Virgil, I don't... I doubt he'll be there. He'll be there. And the other one is... Well, not, not together, but he'll be there. Maybe. Somewhere. The, the other one is, in terms of the voice actors, is the great... Finally! Finally, he's come back to the Northeast... The great Alan Oppenheimer. Ah, you're killing me. Skeletor. I know. <laughs> He-Man, you fool. Yes. Beast Man. We, can we go and just talk to him as Skeletor? I, yes, I would love that. Will he, will he think that we're insane and run away from us, though? I mean, that, I mean, I would. Well, insane, but I mean, hey, maybe maybe he'll give us a job. I don't know. <laughs> Doing what? He's retired. Voice acting. This again. <laughs> I will not rest. What do you mean? You're retiring. Until you're, I already, can... you're resting. <laughs> Until I find the killer. The killer who? My voice acting career. Oh, you didn't have a career. <laughs> It was aborted. My, myself. Myself. No, you know what I'm referring to. I don't. I will not rest until I find the killer. Of who? That's the famous quote. O.J. Simpson. Yes. Well, he's in jail. He can't find anybody. <laughs> well, now. But that, remember that was his famous quote after yes. the trial? Yes. He will not rest. Yes. <laughs> I'll never. I've said this before on this show. I'll never forget the day that the verdict was going to come out. And we were like seniors in high school. Yep. And everybody was on edge. Everybody was on edge. And at one point, Rob literally started walking around the hallways, screaming. Even though the the, the verdict was not going to come in until like three hours later, Rob's screaming at the top of his lungs, he's guilty. He's guilty. Right. So I had headphones on, pretending to be listening to the radio, which I wasn't. <laughs> headphones. So I had the little headphones on. I was like, what? He's guilty! He's guilty! And everybody, nobody, what? And nobody knew what you were talking about. That was what was really <laughs> nah, some people did. Actually, one of the teachers did. He was, no, he was like, shut the hell up! No, he's not. No. <laughs> he was like, shut up, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause a freaking riot! Good. Um... Alright, so then the other big one for me coming up is at the Wizard World Philadelphia Convention. Right. Which you've been to before. Yeah, I was there last year. I I saw Burt Reynolds. (laughs) Finally! A.K.A. Uh, Turd. Turd Turd Ferguson. Right. 
finally, finally, I will finally be able to meet in the fl- I've seen him before, but to get a photo and an autograph from the one and only, the great Michael J. Fox. Really? Yes. Wow. Fox. So he goes to Philly, but not New York City. Right. Well, whatever. Whatever. Hey. Now, when is that? Ah, uh, first weekend in June. How much is he charging? Quite a bit. <laughs> Forget it. I'm out. Oh, believe me, you're out. Wait, how much is... A thousand? Half. Wow. Well, it, 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 the problem is it includes the VIP four-day admission, which is normally like 200-something dollars, which I don't want. <laughs> but you just want the... You don't have a choice. Well, yeah. Oh, really? No, you don't... No, because it's like a big pack, VIP package. is the only way to get him. Right. And then they had an even more expensive package that was him, Christopher Lloyd, and Leah Thompson. So you already met Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, well, Leah Thompson, I'll get there. She's cheap. Yeah. Um, I may get a, I may get Christopher Lloyd on something that Fox signs, like a poster or something like that. How much time will you get to interact with Michael J. Fox? Oh, Ten seconds. Oh, so it'll be the conveyor belt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, you, uh, I, I mean, when he went to London. Even with the jet lag, I know, but he 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 couldn't sign for long. It's well, yeah, of course, it's messed up. Now, will you go up to his table and start doing Doc Brown's voice, Marty? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Doc, Doc, where's Einstein? Doc, oh, Doc, what you? Where's Einstein? It's a paradox. No, I will not be dressing up as either Marty McFly or Doc Brown either. Mm. Uh, I, I do not go that far. All right. So that that is a that's going to be a big one for me. Um, you could have him sign Cassine Gaines's book. As much as I obviously love the work of his Cassine Gaines, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Why? No. Oh, I. I don't like that. I actually got the other book, the other Back to the Future book. Um, like the coffee table one. Which one's better? Well, I mean, his is a story, you know. The other guy, I mean, the other one is has the similar story, but it's really not as in-depth. Uh, the big reason I got it was it has a lot of these facsimile-type things in there. Yeah. It's like the reproduction. Actually, it's a pretty cool lenticular uh, little little photo uh, you remember the photo in the movies that the you know where the the brother and sister disappear? Yeah, and it does that. You hold it at different angles, and they disappear and reappear. It's pretty cool. Oh, nice. FYI, and, I'm looking at a picture on Google Images. Uh, who who will I only imagine who you're going to insult now? <laughs> no, nobody. It's it's good. It's Willie Ames meeting Todd Bridges and Henry Winkler. God, when was this? I don't. It says it just says uh, it's an article. Twenty rich people who lost everything. Jeez, oh, here you go. You're insulting. <laughs> not it's the article, not me. You're bringing it up, and then I click the link, and it says uh, website doesn't exist anymore. So ah, forget it. It's probably just clickbait. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> but at some point, Willie Ames did meet Todd Bridges and Henry Winkler. All three of them met each other. Uh, it doesn't really surprise me, but... Okay. 
Alright, celebrity deaths. Uh, got, a, we got a few, right? Yeah. Well, I covered some. When? Recently. Okay. So, alright, so... Just to, obviously, this would have already aired. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm putting two and two together. So, I did a, I did the episode with uh, my friend Lanza from Marked Out. Uh-huh. A, a recent trip that we took. Very recent, in fact. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Lanza. Lanza. That's not the... <laughs> the the German sympathizer. Oh, no, not class. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Everybody wants me to interview him, and I'm like, oh, no. God. You're retiring. You have no say. It's my <laughs> show now. I'm still, I'm still on the on the on the board, board of directors. Of directors. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it's your show now. My show. <laughs> mine. <laughs> mine. 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 Despicable. Oh, that guy died. Mel Blanc. No, he's been dead for thirty well, years. I'm, I'm no kidding. No, the guy that replaced him. It was a guy uh, that was been doing a lot of the Warner Brothers voices. Uh, the Looney Tune voices. He died. Hmm. Who was his name? I don't know. Eh, it doesn't matter. By what? the way. By, <laughs> by the way. Wait a minute. All right, hold on. I got to get the guy's name. Wait, something. All right, while you do that, something we talked about recently yeah. that you were ranting about, the paunch luck. Joe Alasky. Alasky. Joe Alasky. Anyway, yeah. the paunch luck, something you were ranting about in a recent episode, <clears throat> was the whole Alice Cooper thing, and he was at a car dealership, and the other yeah. guys were at this other thing, and uh, mm-hmm. it was the Chiller Theater, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Guess who's going to be at yes, the April Chiller Theater 2016? Who cares? I got him for free. <laughs> Alice Cooper. <laughs> a yeah, dollar short and a day late. Chiller. That's true. Yeah, that's true. He's not going to be performing, so. No, but it's like, now you get him? I know, it was a little not weird. Not you, them. Now Chiller gets him? Alright, here we go. Celebrity deaths. Wouldn't it have made more sense last time? It would have, yes, you're right. But, they, you know, they had the Lost in Space, and they had the, the Batman people. Yeah. Uh, there's no room. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, have we covered the death of Scott Weiland? We do that. Yeah. yeah. We did? Yeah. Last episode. Well, last Rob episode. <laughs> 275. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was the only one we did there. Okay. All right. So, uh, moving on. Um, uh, I guess Natalie Cole would be the next one. Uh... Natalie Cole. Where? Why isn't she on here? She's on there. Not on... Uh, oh. No, 31st. no, no. There was someone before. Who? Maybe you... No, all right. Maybe you talked about it. I did. Okay. That, what right. do you, why do you think I'm saying the names here? All right. You say the names. <laughs> you say the names. All right. Natalie I just Cole. did. All right. Actually, there was somebody else before that. I'll get to them in a second. Action. Yes. Natalie Cole... Dead. Born February 6th, 1950. 
died December 31st, 2015, 65 years old, singer and daughter of Nat King Cole. I can't be his real name. Natalie Cole. Right. Natalie Cole. Dead. That's it. Uh, Nat right. King Cole's real name is Nathaniel, so it is, so it is Nat, but Nathaniel Adams Coles. Okay. But his stage name was Nat King Cole. Alright. So this next one, we actually missed. He died on December the 4th. December 4th? Oh, you, well that's who I was talking the... about. I didn't know if that was the oh, one you were talking yeah, about. yeah, yeah. All right, so born January... Uh, that's right. January 3rd, uh, 1930. Uh, died December 4th, uh, 2015. Uh, 85 years old. Uh, almost 86 years old, but 85 years old. Uh, Robert Loggia. Oh, Robert Loggia! I know. Loggia! Robert Loggia. Loggia! Now, where would most people know him from? They probably know him from Independence Day. He was also in The Sopranos. Really? Yes. Ah. I know him from Necessary Roughness. Starring Scott Bakula. <laughs> and Sinbad. Football uh, movie. Yes, it's my favorite. It's hilarious. Uh, and uh, yeah, Robert Loja, great actor. Apparently, he was, a, he was a good guy. A lot of people liked him. He's a nice guy. Very Loja. Scarface. Yeah. Oh yeah, Scarface. That's right. Yeah. Armed and dangerous. Yeah. Over the top. Over the top. Over top. Over top. Over <laughs> top. Um, big. Oh, big. That's why. Yeah, I, I remember big. big. He was dancing on a piano. Yeah, he was the boss. Yeah. That's where I know him. Own the toy company. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Now, now it makes sense. There we go. Loja. Um, yeah, Robert Loja. Okay, and then the next one, uh, gigantic in the world of singing. That's right. Born. January 8th, 1947, mm. died January 10th, 2016, 69 years old, yes. died from cancer, Ooh. singer David, Davy Jones, uh, but uh, he's already dead, aka, well, I, I know, I know, but obviously better known as David Bowie, right? David Bowie. Yes. You have, now, do you have... I, I love Bowie's stuff. I, I, you probably hate him. But. Why do I... Why would I hate him? I don't know. It just seems like you hate these these people. The no. people who are, like, avant-garde. No. That are... It just seems like you don't like them. I will be honest. And as much as I am into old music and classic rock, I grew up with all that kind of stuff. Mm. As much as I'm into it, when it comes to David Bowie, I really only know the hits. Okay. 
But he had a lot of them. I know. Well, no, I like most of the hits. I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, I mean, who could not love Dancing in the Streets? That, well. With Mick. <laughs> Me. <laughs> but, you know, the uh, Space Oddity yeah. and Rebel Rebel. We can be changes. heroes. Yeah, heroes, all that, all that stuff. The hits. It's yeah. it a lot of good hits. You know, it's funny when he died. They on Sirius XM. They they had this like they propped up this David Bowie channel. All of a sudden, they were just playing everything. And you know, I'm a Bowie fan, but I I, I mean, he's not really somebody I, I seek out their back catalog. Yeah, what's what I mean? I know the hits, but it's amazing. You know, they're playing this stuff from ages and ages. I'm like, my God, it's a great song. Never heard this. Oh yeah. Well, if anybody's heard this. And it, it just, you know, it was like album filler that the guy was doing was just fantastic. I will have to uh, explore that. And even his, you know, and, and I, I, I said on the show several years ago when he came out with the previous album, I was like, man, you know, this album is great. Yeah. I mean, like all these these old acts, McCartney and the Rolling Stones, they can't make new music. It's it's putrid. <laughs> I agree. But this, I mean, it was very... I wasn't, like, astounded by it, but I thought it was, it was good. And I really haven't heard his, his latest album, but I mean, it's amazing the fact, basically, the, the guy was given a terminal diagnosis and said, you know something, I've been working on this album, I'm going to finish it. Wow. You know, and, and he wrote... The album that he wrote, like, has to do with his dying, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's impressive. I mean, it's I guess it's similar to what Harrison did yeah. with that last yeah. album that he did. Uh, but, uh, I don't know because I never listened to it. But never. Nah, I, I, yeah. his voice was 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 just unlistenable. That sounds, I didn't sound the same to me. I don't know. Nope. Maybe I'll I'll have to give it a chance. Anyway, um, now Bowie, of course, also starred in uh, Labyrinth. <laughs> for better or worse that's right now he was in labyrinth yes and sting was in dune <laughs> sting so which was the better british rock star in an 80s movie wow. well sting was also briefly in the uh, quadrophenia which is that? that's a weird it's it's a movie that the who did <laughs> it's just really weird. Oh, Alright. Yeah. Anyway, um I never liked Bowie in that movie. I don't know. It's weird. Which one? Labyrinth? Nah, I never liked Labyrinth. I uh, nah. it was dumb. Muppets, right? Yes. Yes, it, it was the Muppets. Um I mean but I, I love I mean the movie I loved him in was the Prestige. Which is a, oh he was in that? Yeah, he was Nikola Tesla. We talked about uh, this before. With, uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Nikola Tesla. <laughs> it was like, Mr. Anjou, you do not want this device I will build. I tell you now, do not take it. No, it was very good. And in the 1970s, he did that TV duet with Bing Crosby. Oh my god. The little drummer boy. Oh. Did they don't did they then go and beat up Bing Crosby's kids? No. Come on. But do what? You know. Supposedly what? that was a myth. I don't think so. 
I don't know. No, I think so. I think that. Were you there? Were you? No. I was. So there you go. Punch in time. <laughs> all right. Um, well, we got a lot here. We got. Yeah. Sorry. Next. Also. Also dying at sixty-nine. Yeah. Born February twenty-first, nineteen forty-six. Yes. Died January fourteenth. January fourteenth, twenty sixteen. Sixty-nine years old. Cancer. He was Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, yes. In the McGruber movie. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a movie, I said. Get it right. Died. Dead. Show some respect. (laughs) Hans Gruber in Die Hard. Damn it. And Professor Snape (laughs) in Harry Potter. And he was in Nobel's Son. (laughs) Nobel's Son, which I reviewed yep. many episodes ago. That was the first time... You, I think that may have been the first time you did, like, a Rob view. And I, I was so. like, I wasn't? No, I've done movie reviews before. Come on, all those all those Stephen Baldwin and Seagal movies. Yeah, but I had seen those. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but what I'm saying is that was one of the first ones you did that I hadn't seen, and I'm like... Oh. What is this guy? Come on, this guy can't be serious with this review. <laughs> I was. And then I went and watched it, and I was like, my God, he was right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> See? And all the other movies after that, you've been, just been full of it. No. Very accurate. Yes. Very no. accurate. No. So anyway, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, yes. British. Dead. Guy. I don't know. Uh, British guy. Yes. He sounded like he was constantly just drunk. I know. Was he like? Did he have a problem or something? I don't think so. That's how he talked. <laughs> how is it? You know, how is it? Sean Connery is outliving these people. Uh, <laughs> I don't now. I don't now, did it. Alan Rickman ever have hair that was anything other than white? What? Yes. It's any time I've ever seen him, he's always had this like gray white hair. He had, he had black hair in Robin Hood. A wig. No, that was his hair. No, all right. All he had right. regular hair in Die Hard. All right. Um. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> Robin Hood. Yeah, so the great Alan Rickman is. Oh, uh, wait a minute! Wait, wait, wait! I just remembered. I just remember Galaxy Quest. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I duh. love that movie. Yeah. He played the the like Spock kind yeah, of character. He was the, the guy who hated that he was the character. <laughs> right. Great movie. Uh, yeah. All right. Now the some of these I've covered already. Uh, so we'll move past, including Abe Vigoda, who's finally dead. Oh, come on! You did. Ah. Oh. What? Abe Vigoda? Save that for me. Nah. You anyway. never met him. I know, but the, the running joke. Well, the internet meme. Abe Vigoda is finally dead. Big deal. Ninety-four. Right, and then now, last but not least, uh, ninety-two years old. Yes, the father of one of our our favorite com- comics comedians, whatever actors. That's right. Dead. Glenn Frey. No, <laughs> I Glenn Frey. You did him already. Yeah, ninety-two years old. 
No, uh, born March 26, 1923. Died February 2nd, 2016. 92 years old. 92 years old. Stop saying that. Why? You said it enough already. He's 92. Died of cancer. Bob Elliott. Yes. Father of Chris Elliott. Who played his father on Get a Life. That's right. That is correct. Ah, yes. Now, obviously, we, uh, we, we, well, as we talked about a lot on the sh- on the Porn Stevenson show, we grew up watching Get a Life, and it was very funny. Yeah. Um, but obviously, his father's heyday in his comedy, his comedy team or whatever that that was just before our time, and I've. Never seen anything of that. No. Has having to do with that. But you know, it's interesting how how things a lot of things before our time, like for example, David Bowie, the Beatles, you know, yeah. things that I've watched like the, you know, the the Three Stooges, Abbott and Costello, well yeah, the yeah, honeymooners. Yeah. I'm I'm very into that and I've been exposed to that my whole life and, and I enjoy and appreciate those those older things i like them but then you know so so a lot of old things i've been exposed to and i enjoy but then a lot of old things i've just was never and still to this day i've never been exposed to like the bob and ray comedy team right yeah I'm just saying, okay, it was before our time, but that's not really an excuse because many things before our time I am very knowledgeable about and enjoy. Okay. So I can't really use the excuse, well, that was before our time. All right. So anyway, all right, who cares? Next. Just, well, what you're getting at. That, that is what I'm getting at. Is right. I don't know. Who cares? All right, Ugh. next. <sighs> oh, uh, you know, Louis Anderson's in a new show. I thought you were going to say he died. No. Probably soon, but... <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what show is... What show is Louie Anderson in? Louie Anderson, he's in Baskets. B- basketball? Baskets. What? The, what is Baskets? It's. I think it's on FX or FXX. It's a Zach Galifianakis' new show. And he's manufacturing baskets? No. I don't know what he's doing, but... Basically, Louis Anderson plays his mother. Wait, what? What? That's... But it's Louis Anderson just with a wig. That's all it is. Oh, all right, all right. Wow, I am. Yeah, so how is that show? I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh, well... <laughs> I'm just saying, Louis Anderson, he's still working. Working for a living. Good. I'm hoping he comes around in the spring when they promote the show. I'll meet him finally. Could come on the Paunch Stevenson show. There won't be any. I'll make a guest appearance. Please. (laughs) Louis Anderson. Show me hot dogs. (laughs) Survey (laughs) fan. Uh, Louis Anderson. All right. Uh, any Next. more? Uh, oh, uh, you know, there's. I I read there's supposed to be a live action Zelda show. What's this? 
<laughs> what? Why is this happening? Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> Where's that from? The old Zelda cartoon. It is? Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Remember the Deke show? Yeah, remember the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, the first season where they had Captain yes. Lou and Danny yes. West. Yeah. Wells. Wells, sorry, yeah, Danny Wells. And um and Monday through Thursday they they would have the live action segments, but then they would show the Super Mario Brothers cartoon. Yes, I know. And then every Friday they would show the Legend of Zelda cartoon. I know, yes. And that was Link's catchphrase. Really? The princess would get mad at him. Why, you know, you did you messed up my bedroom. Well, excuse me, princess. Yeah, but wasn't that like a like a like a major like comedian used to do that? Steve Martin. Oh yeah, Steve Martin. Well, excuse me. <laughs> we are just wild and crazy guys. Um, yeah, I saw that. I said that, I spoke about this in the last episode, but I, I don't know if you care. Apparently there's a ninth planet mm. out there somewhere. What is it called? I, they haven't found it yet. Wait, what? How could it's, there be a ninth one that they haven't found it's yet? It's theorized. It's theorized Oh, get out of here. You don't believe it? What is it called? My anus? No, it's it, it's theorized. It's not called anything. You can't call something something that's not there. How yet. could it be theorized? All right, explain this to me. What's what's the punchline here? What's the? There gag? is no punchline. What is this leading up to? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> leading up to me sending you. All there. right. Well, guess what? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Guess what? Guess what? Eh. Oh, by the way, you know, I don't know if we ever knew this or talked about this, but. In late 1985, well, better late than never. In late 1985, Louis Anderson was cast as Lou Appleton, yeah, the original cousin of Bronson Pinchot in Perfect Strangers. Oh my God, that would have been terrible. <laughs> Louis Anderson instead of Marklin Baker. And at this stage, the show was not called Perfect Strangers. It was wow. called The Greenhorn. Oh, my God. When the, <laughs> this is very offensive. When the show was picked up, Louis Anderson Greenhorn. was fired, and Mark yeah. Lynn Baker took his place and became Cousin Larry. Corson Larry. The, show, the, the producers of the show found the chemistry between Anderson and Pinchot wrong. <laughs> what about the title? Well... <laughs> Right, they changed it to Perfect Stranger. So anyway, oh, um, all right. So so hold on a minute. Hold on. So a, a theoretical ninth planet. Yeah. Which there was a ninth planet already, so I don't know what they're talking about. But yeah, Pluto is no longer. It. But you're saying okay, it doesn't have a name yet. They they haven't. Dis nobody's discovered it yet. They're just it's theoretical, right? Yeah. Well. I have just made a discovery that okay. there is a theoretical 10th planet. What evidence do you have of it? And an 11th planet. And well, what evidence do they have? That there's this well, imaginary... mathematical evidence. But if there's evidence, that means there's evidence. That means it's there. That exactly. Means that means it's not imaginary. 
Well, I didn't say it was imaginary. I just said it's... You they said, haven't seen it yet. Th- well, then how could it be there if they they have evidence yet they've never seen it? Because they do measurements on... you know, But all measuring these, what? You know all these, these like, small dwarf planets and objects that they've been finding over the last 20 years way out, way out past I Pluto, guess. which we can now see? I guess. They've they've now had enough time to look at these the orbits of these things. And when they look at them, they're like, well, these orbits are being affected by something. And when you get that far out, it's, 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 I, I should be doing this as uh, uh, Julius Sumnamilla. <laughs> Julius Sumnamilla. It's affected by gravity. Right. Gravity. So there's gravity and there's, there, they could see a pull of gravity on these, these orbits of these things and they're, they basically mathematically figure it out and say, all right, there's a planet out there. It's probably, you know, five times the size of Earth. And it's way out there, but it is affecting these things. So that's that's the way they're looking at it. How do they know the telescope isn't affecting it? Because I'm sure that they've <laughs> tested that. All right, well, we'll see. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. And I guess I guess the last thing in terms of the uh, technology of the, the world of the future uh, is uh, the Oculus. The Oculus Rift is now a retail product. VR, Rob. It is. It is now upon us. Virtual reality. Wait, it's the been world upon will us. Never be 20, the same. It's been upon us for twenty-five years. The Virtual Boy does not count. No, but like the the that that like five. Neither does Lawnmower Man. No, well, <laughs> no. Don't you remember those old like in the in like 1993 or 95 or whenever that was? Those... What the Viewmasters? No, the vir- you, like you'd go to the arcade and they'd have the virtual reality thing and you put the goggles on and there was this like like 500 polygons per second pterodactyl <laughs> flying around and you had to like run around and shoot it. I don't remember that at all. It was obviously very bad, but... Obviously. But <laughs> now, I have been... Well, we know Frank Nora loves this stuff. So. He does. He does. But I, I've been, you know, not not like in, intensely closely following VR, but I've been following it pretty closely the past couple years. And I watch all the demo videos and all that kind of stuff. And mm. and I have yet to try a modern virtual reality experience myself. But from watching these videos of people trying the demo, which I know it's kind of weird because basically I'm just watching a person sitting yeah. in a chair with goggles, not knowing what they're doing. Um, you know, not, me, me not knowing what they're doing because it's just a person with goggles and all of these demos, I, I, I find this very silly or very difficult to believe because in all of these demos I'm watching, it's like, okay, the person puts on the goggles, has the controller, is sitting in the chair and then all of a sudden, like, starts screaming, starts throwing the controller, starts rolling around on the floor screaming, I'm scared, I'm, 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 get me out of this thing, I can't get out, I'm scared. What could possibly be, you know, causing these people to have such idiotic reactions? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they, it's they, really that 
uh, affecting. But it's still computer graphics. True. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. I find Maybe it's it... like the Matrix, though. We're all inside a computer. <laughs> so, so VR inside VR. <laughs> yes. It's like a riddle locked inside of an enigma. <laughs> all right, so hold on a minute. So hold on. See, so all right. So I'm thinking now. I'm thinking now. What if yeah. I do go to one of these demos, and I sit in the chair and I put on the goggles, the VR goggles? Right. Well, you'll probably throw up because anything <laughs> no, like that, you, no. you just throw up. No, video games don't make me throw up. But if I, it's all right. I sit in the chair. I put on the goggles. And now I'm, you know, I'm I'm walking around whatever this this world is, and mm. in the in the virtual reality world, there's a chair, and I walk up to it, and there's a pair of virtual reality goggles, and I can put the virtual reality goggles on virtually inside the virtual reality goggles. Okay, and then go into another world. Right. Virtually. Within the virtual world. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, so, alright, so what do you feel... How do you feel about virtual reality? Do you care? Well, do you care? Is there potential there? You know, what's I your... I don't know. I just... I go back to, like, Avatar and stuff like that. I just never... I, to me, it never... I mean, it's one thing if you could literally, like, be, like, tapped into virtual reality like the Matrix. You know, where you literally can't tell the difference. Right. You know, like a dream world. I mean, that, that, would, be, that would be interesting. But what they're offering now... I don't know. To me, it's... I don't like... Like, I don't like having things on my head like that. You know, I remember when we talked about the a Avatar. Now, now, granted, I don't know what year that was, but since then they've they have downsized the the IMAX uh, glasses, so they're not as as heavy as they were. But those things were so bad. I mean, my eyeballs were just <laughs> like just exploding. I couldn't take it, so I, I don't think I could do this. Now, I, I, we've mentioned this in a previous episode, but a lot of these companies... See, this is where I feel like there, there's there's this this um, out-of-touchness, <laughs> that's what you want to call it, that these companies, ha these virtual reality companies have with the public. Is that, okay, hey, listen, there's these goggles, it seals you off from the world... Just black goggles, headphones, you can't hear anything happening in the real world. You can't see anything happening in the real world. So already that's that's step one. Yeah. You know, you, you gotta convince people to seal themselves off from their environment like that. But step two is these virtual reality companies are are very, very seriously saying like, okay, so not only will you sit in a chair, put the goggles and headphones on, and be in this virtual world, now we want you to get rid of all the furniture in one of the rooms in your house or apartment, and now, instead of sitting in a chair, now you can actually walk around and be moving through the virtual world. 
And it's like, okay, are you kidding me? No, but who is going to do that? <laughs> who is going to, you know, look, you get, you have 50 billion people living in New York City in, in, in you know, a, a five foot by five foot studio apartment. They're not going to be able to do that. Nobody's going to be able to do that. Who can dedicate an entire room to, you know, hey, hey, everyone, this is my empty virtual reality room. Why do you need an entire room? Because the companies are saying then this way, instead of sitting in a chair with a with a controller moving around, you can actually walk and it'll track your oh, walking. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I see. You know, an enemy's coming at you. You can literally dodge the enemy by jumping out of the way. I don't know. <laughs> um, but all right, so how do you feel about virtual reality offering new kinds of experiences like for example yes you can go on a website and maybe take a tour of you know of of, of a museum in in germany i don't know i'm just making it up i don't want to do that i want to be i want to be able to be inside like no, 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 I, no, I know, but, but what I'm saying is, like yeah. Die Hard! I want to play Die I, Hard! I know, but listen, alright. You can go on a website, you could go to, an, uh, to, to a URL, you can look at a museum in, in Japan. Mm -hmm. Or, right, which is, which is very, very valuable, or you can put on the goggles and actually be in the museum and, and you move your head and it's, and it's, it, 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 it's like you're looking around. Oh, look, I look to the right, right I look to the left. I guess it's the end of tourism. Is well, well, that's what some people are saying is either the end or a new kind of tourism. Mm. So, do you think that's a kind of a useful thing or cool thing? I guess so, and for learning in a learning sense. I can't again. I can't imagine. I think at the end of the day, you're going to have. I mean, you can link it the same, liken it the same way to television. At the end of the day. What do people watch on television? They watch reality shows, which wouldn't make sense in virtual reality. No, I mean, it's no, no. pointless. And they watch other shows. So it's like either you can like be part of a video game or, you know, like a moot action film or something like that. Or let's face it, porn. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's. But, but listen, though, but listen. Well, there is to it. It's the all whole. dependent on porn. The whole, I don't have to drive to the airport, buy a $2,000 ticket, fly in a plane for 12 hours, and go to this place. You know, I mean, yeah, I could still do that sometimes, but now I get to explore all these places virtually as if I'm there. And my head movements are being tracked and everything. You know, or I can, hey, you know, look, this this is what the inside of a volcano looks like. I'm never going to get to be inside a volcano, but now I get to see, you know, are are those types of experiences genuinely exciting and useful? Or is it kind of like gimmicky, like like when, when Microsoft and Carta CD-ROM first came out? I think that it's, they're, they're, I think they're gimmicky at first. I don't know. I just... So we're in we're in the early CD-ROM like and Encarta stage right now where yeah, it's like kind I, of a little bit gimmicky, still I useful so. but I, gimmicky. Yeah, I just think at the end of the day, like I said, I think it's going to be driven by porn. Well, <laughs> if they can make the porn 
uh, worthy, worthwhile enough for people, I think that that will push the medium. That's what it's, the porn has done that forever. The VHS, DVD. For you? For, no, just in general, I'm saying. <laughs> you know, that that's what it's done historically. I guess. That won the VHS war. VHS versus beta. Uh, All the porn was on VHS. That won. I guess. Then it was DVD. It pushed the medium. You know, streaming. Not paying for streaming. Yeah, <laughs> Porn. I guess. But now, that's, that's, all right, so now, now instead of the educational, informational, touristy, encyclopedic type of experiences, yeah. what about games? Well, again, I think... You're in the middle of the game. You're feeling it, and you're hearing it, and you're tra- it's tracking your movements, and you're really there. It's 3D. I think that has, I think that there's merit to that. Um, but I think it has to go further than that because just what you see with your face or with your fingertips is not what you might feel in the game. You know, I, I think you would need like a rig for that, you know, like with the seat and all kinds of stuff to make it feel like you're, you're totally in there. Mm. Well, supposedly someone was developing a full body, almost like a diving suit, it looked like. Yeah, I mean, this is basically what they did in Ready Player One in that book. But anyway, so so you put on this this form fitting suit, right? And and you know the the supposed idea is that it'll have a whole bunch like thousands of little tiny, right, right, almost right. kind of like rumble packs in the suit, yes, so that yeah, oh look, I got shot in the leg, my leg is right, vibrating. Right, right. Oh, I got shot in the chest, my chest is. Yeah, it's gonna have to give off smells and and do, yeah. you know everything, you know, the whole nine yards. It's gimmick well, i mean we'll look, see kind of cool but at the same time gimmick like i'm okay. sure by the time by the time they they perfect it will be so damn old that we but here's <laughs> the thing though, right? think about it think about it right now i'm not saying things won't ever change but i'm just saying right now you want to play a video game you go into the living room or the bedroom or the basement you turn on the tv you sit on the chair or the couch you load the game and you play it Right? And, you know, someone comes in, they want to talk to you, they need you to do something. You're, oh, okay, let me pause, let me turn it off. I go, right? It's a pretty straightforward, accessible, I don't think you can pause video games anymore. No, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's a pretty straightforward thing. Yeah. Who is going to, who will go from that easy process to, okay, I want to play a video game. Yeah. Let me... Put on my suit, uh, let me take all my clothes off, put on my suit, put on my goggles, clear out the furniture, put on the headphones, now somebody's calling me, I can't hear them, my, Mm. you know, my, my roommate slips and falls and cracks his head open, too bad, I can't hear him. The thing is, it's not just gonna be a game, it would be like, you would wear the thing all day, like, that was, that, (laughs) you go to work, you're not going to work, you're, you're doing this. Uh, That would be terrible. I know, but that's Ready Player One. That's now here's, basically what the guy wrote about it. Now. now, here's the other thing. You put on the goggles. Even all right, for, Forget the suit for now. Forget the room and the furniture for now. You're uh, sitting in the chair. You put, all right, let me play a game. You put on your goggles. Do you want to play a game? You put on your goggles. You're, you're, you're blocked out from, from the world now. Right. You put on your headphones. You're blocked out from the world. So you've got your headphones with the sound, the goggles with your video. Yeah. You're playing the game. You are 
completely deaf and blind to your surroundings. <laughs> right? I mean, you are. You oh, are. Fine. So, so now someone comes in and just starts beating you with a bat. <laughs> I think you feel that. Unbe- no, you would exactly would start feeling like, oh my god, I I didn't see this person sneaking up on me. I didn't hear this person sneaking also up. Also in Ready Player One. There you go. What is this Ready Player One that you? I keep- told you it's a book. Ernest Klein, the guy that Cassine uh, Games knows, he oh. he wrote a book. They're turning it into a movie. Spielberg producing. But what is it, though? A book about a It's story? like a dystopian kind of a thing where everybody is in all... The, everybody just sits around in these virtual reality rigs. And that's, you know, that's all it is. You, they interact virtually. They don't do anything else. Except one person who takes the goggles off and goes around robbing everybody. No, that's not true. Well, you just said someone beats someone with a bat. Yeah, the guy that was, you know, that, that was, you know, like the hero, the hero guy and got beat up. Whatever. But isn't that a legitimate fear that you're... I mean, you're literally I, I deaf guess and so. blind yeah, sure, to the world. Yeah, sure. and, and anyone can come up to you and do anything. Well, I guess it's the same as if you go in the shower, you can't hear what's going on, and somebody sets your house on fire. Well, <laughs> I guess. What? No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but at least you could see. Yeah, well, true. All right, anyway, so virtual reality, whatever. <laughs> I'm not buying it. No, neither am I. Until it becomes, like, $20, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> um, ah, any any other last subjects you want to tackle here? Um, yeah. I don't know. No, nah. I don't know. I can't think of anything. Oh, well. Should I? I don't know. What, what am Ooh, I... How would I know? What am I forgetting You're... here? I mean, any, like, last, last thoughts? Um, so this is my, this is my final regular episode. Right. I'm retiring, although I might do a Brett Favre and come back and and whatever, (laughs) but no, 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 I'm retiring. It's been, it's been more than 10 years. Obviously, you, Greg. Yeah. And I will will remain very good friends and and watch all the silly movies that come out and you know and experience all continue to experience all that stuff. Obviously, we're talking about the upcoming Chiller Theater. Now, you know, I haven't talked to you in about three months. <laughs> no, you say that every time. I mean, I'm le- it's legitimate this no, time. No, it's been like three weeks. What? Come on. When did I talk to you three weeks ago? Three months? No, it hasn't been three months. Yes! Get out of here. <laughs> yes. when did, no, Star Wars came out December. Oh, okay, okay, so it's been... Seven weeks. Two months. No, seven weeks. And we text. Now, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> There's texting, and then there's texting with you, which is like using a telegraph. <laughs> I text in Morse code. Honest, seriously, honestly, what are you doing all day and night that you it takes you a day to answer a text? This phone with is a yes five years no. old. What does that have to do with it? You still receive the text barely. What do you mean barely? Oh, by, by the way, I hurt my foot. 
Again? I broke my foot. Again? <laughs> Broken foot. Again. Hey, Rob. <laughs> so, how'd you break your foot? <laughs> no, I didn't. I think I broke my toe. I didn't break Again? my foot. Again? A different toe. How do you keep breaking your toes? <laughs> the hell are you doing? Um, no, the first time, the first time it wasn't broken, I had to get it sliced open. Oh, God. Um, but no, this time it was, it was nighttime. And, and I, nighttime is the right time. And I wanted to get... Nighttime is the right time. I, I don't know what that is, but... Sandler, I, come on. What is that referring to? Do you remember the Sandler CD with the cult? No. Remember the cult? The cult skit? I don't. Remind me. Uh, the, the Sandler CD. I think maybe... The, I don't know if it was the first or the second one. I think it was the first one. There's the cult skit. And the, the guy makes the, his friend join the cult. And make him do all this stuff and kill everybody. And then... But this was the sun cult. You know, they were like, the daytime is the right time. And then at the end, they were like, oh, no, I don't like this cult. And he joins, like, the night cult. And they're like, uh -huh. the night time is the right time. Okay. Broken so anyway, toe. So anyway, yeah, so it was nighttime. I forgot something. I was I was going to bed. Then I realized I forgot something in the other room that I wanted. So I didn't turn any of the lights on. I ran full speed from the bedroom into the other room. Why would you run full speed in the dark? Because <laughs> I just wanted to get the thing. You know, I just I'm, I'm I'm very efficient. So that doesn't sound efficient. That sounds foolish. <laughs> so I misjudged where the wall was, oh, and my foot my foot went full speed, full power into the wall. <laughs> Normally your face would hit the wall first. <laughs> well, this time, fortunately, it was my foot. And, uh, and and it was one of those things where, obviously, it's the middle of the night. I don't want to wake people up. So I don't want to start screaming in pain. So I did one of those things where I, I immediately collapsed to the floor and, and I did the whisper scream. <laughs> where I'm just like, instead of like, ah, whatever, I'm just like, ah. Um, and then I, I, I crawled back into bed. <laughs> bleeding? No, no, it wasn't bleeding. It was it just hurt very badly. And, yeah. and uh, anyway, so then the next, see, funny enough, the next morning, my hood, my, my, my hood, my foot was still in pain, very severe pain. It's interesting that you could sleep with <laughs> severe pain, but um, it, what I'm telling you it was severe pain, but, but it looked fine. And I'm like, that's really weird. It's some something's wrong here, but it looks fine on the outside, on the surface. Went to work. I could barely walk and yeah. whatever. Came home, went to sleep, woke up the next morning. So it was like a delayed reaction. The next morning, I woke up and my foot was like dark purple. <laughs> it's good. This is good. This is a very efficient foot injury. So now it now it's like medium purple. It's been I'm, a I'm, week. Okay, I, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm on the turn. Wondering how this has to do with texting. It doesn't. I can see if you hurt your thumb. No. Oh, I hurt my foot. I can't text. <laughs> what the hell is that? I do text. 
No, you don't. How do you think we're recording tonight? Um, I texted you. Yeah, yeah. You texted me like four days ago, <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, let's do something this week." And then all of a sudden, I get I got a text like two hours before. <laughs> right. Ah. Uh, anyway, um, you, you really have like divorced yourself from. <laughs> The 21st century. It, it's weird. Uh, I saw a bunch of Amish people today. I think you really should move down there with them. You, you'd no, be, you'd fit just, right in. No. You would. No. Anyway, look. So, so look, I, I, again, of course, we've been friends for a long time. We will continue to be friends uh. for a long time. Um, it is because we were friends for such a long time that we did this show in the first place. True. And and um and we're psychotic and well yeah right um it's i can't believe it's been more than 10 years that's crazy it's been more yeah, than 10 years punch stevens i think show. it's pathetic and um i hope but i i had a lot of fun and to you know talk telling all our stories and talking about our experiences and reviews and going to the, you know going to the conventions and meeting people yes. and all that kind of stuff a lot of fun and our friends are we the friends we've met exactly all the friends Esteban, and the spaceman davids yeah 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 so so i had a lot of fun it was very interesting it was very exciting it was a very good experience and I hope that whoever's listening <laughs> also had a lot of fun and and uh, you know learned something along the way or or at least learned something about us or, or I hope not. something. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I had fun. They had fun. You had fun. We had you know we we laugh. We can go back and listen to these old episodes and laugh. And, uh, we had so much fun they're gonna need plastic surgery to get the smiles off our faces <laughs> um you know we'll see uh we'll see who our next u.s president is oh my god <laughs> oh actually speaking of that did you hear is this true tell me if this is true probably so with donald trump running for president that's right supposedly you'll fly it um they're bringing back the, the the Celebrity Apprentice or the Apprentice TV yes. show. Yes. But instead of being hosted by Donald Trump. No. It will be hosted by me. Arnold it is Arnold. Yes, yes. Arnold is hosting. Yes. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Oh, man. And you can't even talk about it now. <laughs> oh, well... So wait, so he's gonna have Lou Ferrigno on there, and, and well, I don't think he's gonna have Lou Ferrigno. The challenge is gonna be who can lift more weight. Wait, did they announce who the cast was? Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yes, that was right. Huh? Uh, uh, from what I heard, again, this is coming from Tom Green, but eh. apparently, when they did this Celebrity Apprentice, especially when they go in the boardroom, like. Maybe from a let's say a one hour episode, like twenty minutes is in the boardroom. That twenty minutes is actually edited down from like six hours. What? Yes, and Tom Green said that Why? all like the entire time was just Trump either patting himself on the back, you know, um, 
or attacking everyone and just just berating them the entire time. <laughs> That's Jeez. all it was. Wow. Now let me ask you though. So, so seriously, Arnold Schwarzenegger is is he a business person? Does he run, you know, like real estate businesses or something? No. So what does he have to do with being the host of The Apprentice? He was governor. I was governor of California. Right. Yeah, so. He's not going to be the only one on there, but he'll, I guess he'll be like the principal face, <laughs> if you will. I don't know. I'm sure it'll, it'll tank. Now, you know how we were talking about Everything Star he's done Wars? tanked. You know how we were talking about Star Wars and, and George Lucas and comparing it to the producers, Mel yes. Brooks, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I feel like, I know nobody's going to believe me, but I feel like this whole presidential, um, not not election because it's not election. But what, what do they call the race? The presidential race? The primaries? Primaries? Whatever. I'm telling you, it, it has gotten so absurd. Donald Trump and Ben Carson and and what's the uh, the, the Jeb Bush and all these people. I I I, I can I, I seriously the only logical explanation is these people keep like these Republicans keep outdoing each other in absurd behavior that they're trying to I, I the only logical explanation is they're each trying to sabotage their own their own you know race here to, to like oh god what do i have to say to get out of this race what absurd uh, crazy you think that. offensive I mean, would, thing do i have to say would, on national tv for people to kick me out of this race you would think that but the reality is that it's it's they're playing to a very small crowd of psychopaths. <laughs> but why? Because those are the only people that go out and vote in these primaries uh, and, and donate and give the money and all that. Uh, know, so why don't we we run for president? How do we why would do you that? want to? <laughs> I wouldn't want that. Me job. and you together, co-presidents. Well, it's really there's no constitutional <laughs> allowance of co-presidents. Hey, we make it up. I guess we could innovate. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I work at the same office as you. Nah. I'll do all the work. You could sleep all day. What? We get both our faces on the dollar bill. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's it's, it's madness. <laughs> it's madness, Cordelius. So over the years, it's our final final segment here. What would you say would be your favorite uh, impression that you've done? Well, that anybody's done, I guess. Um, it's the most memorable that we've done on this show over the years. Well, of course, there's the Louis Anderson. And Louie. And Louie. Uh, Alan Rickman, obviously. <laughs> Rickman. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Phil. True. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil was good. <laughs> um, 
Oh, how about me, Don Knotts? Don Knotts. Uh, Come on, the, the one, the one that stands out to me besides Connery, obviously. Uh, yeah, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Christopher Walken. Walken. The one that stands out to me, though. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um. <laughs> Somehow he's <laughs> outlived this show. I don't know how. It's me, Optimus Prime. Oh, not him. Autobots, roll out. I went my butt. Autobots, transform and roll out. Optimus Prime. Um. Uh, I've waited an eternity for this. Yes. Make sure, wait, hold on. Let me, let me uh, do some water. Drink <laughs> some water. Water? <clears throat> Man, why is my throat so dry? I don't know. Maybe it's your toe. Can't do it. <clears throat> I've waited an eternity for this prime. Uh, Megatron and. Oh, yeah, Macho Man. It's one that's been good over the years, yeah. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim, yeah. And of course, what you gonna do, brother? Alright, Hulk Hogan. Um, Bill Maher. Bill, oh, God. Bill Maher. Now. Uh. <laughs> I drive a hybrid. <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> um, and, of course, yes. the one and only... The one and only... Brigadier... It's... It's me! Enough shit! I think of all of the impressions we've done... When I brought him, when I brought him up as a subject, I don't think we'd ever talked about him before. No. And I brought him up, I think, for that stupid show that he did. Right. And I was like, be- you know, there's this guy. And then, oh, but somehow we just both had the same impression. <laughs> like simple, like simultaneously. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. I invented Superman, I invented <laughs> Spider-Man, I invented yes, Wonder yes. Man and Wonder Woman. Everybody's showing me. <laughs> I'm still alive. <laughs> Somehow. I'm a live man. Old man. Yeah, he is old, there's no question about that. Old man. Stan Lee. Dr. Phil Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of guys. I mean, look, I'm, I, I would have to, I can't rattle things off the top of my head. Uh, I'd have to go back and comb through all 277 episodes and yeah. find my favorite moments, but a lot of good ones. All right, so in in summation, because my back is killing me, uh, <laughs> I'm standing all day. Uh. So what we'll do from here on in for the 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 many listeners who are out there <laughs> is uh, I will try and uh, keep going. I will I will keep the flame burning in some sense. The paunch flame. The paunch flame. Um, uh, you know I'm gonna try and bring on you know just, uh, some of the people that I know like Lanza and yeah, maybe have Spaceman David on again. Uh, yeah, he there. was good. He was good. Yeah, he's he's very good. Esteban's always good. Cassim Gaines is Esteban always good. Esteban if he's around. Frank. Uh, yeah, Frank Nora. Yeah. Either Frank. 
Right. Um, I'll still be appearing on the Digital Press podcast mm. every couple of months. Uh, and uh, I'll try and keep it going. Uh, not not as many as you know, maybe like once a month or so. And then, uh, you know, again, hopefully we can do some of these, these uh, conventions and, and dumb stuff. Yeah. You know, it's time. And then eventually I think I'll just... I'll just be sick of it. <laughs> what you aren't already? Um, Two hundred seventy-seven episodes over ten and a half years. Well, the thing is, I do like talking about like the current events and just joking about them. Yeah, I know. I know. You know that that's fun. I... Other than that, no. Like I, I don't. I, I, the other stuff that like I do, the celebrity stuff, I really don't. To me, it doesn't even. I wouldn't interest me in talking about it. I don't know why I've been talking about it. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I don't know filler. But um, you know that that kind of stuff. It's it's unfortunate. But you know, I I said this in private. It's like I feel like the two of us have become so busy with different things and old. Let's face it. Well, come on, <laughs> middle aged. We're middle aged. We're, we're, yeah, no, all right, no, yeah, we're right. there, yeah. We've gotten old, right? We've gotten Jesus. Old. We've gotten But it just seems like we have over, you know, 10 years hence that we've sort of become like, I said it before, but we've kind of like, I mean, I still watch TV shows, watch TV shows, movies, whatever. But beyond that, it's like, I don't know, it just seems like we're, we're not really in tune with <laughs> what's going on out there anymore. Or are we so in tune that people aren't in tune with us? Well, that's been the, the problem from day one. <laughs> Show's never gone anywhere. FYI, speaking of TV, real quick. Oh my god, I'm trying to wrap it up! I know, but did you see the most recent episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I saw the ones... The I house saw... in the suburbs. No, I haven't seen that. Oh my! I saw the oh, ski got... one, the Frank Amnesia one, the game show one. No, you have to see this one where they. Um, oh, it's so <laughs> one of the best episodes in a while. It's been really good this year. No, but it's, this it's amazing. One, this it's been really funny. Like, this one is is fantastic. I'm surprised you're you're still watching TV shows. DVR. You gotta watch. I've mentioned it before with the Lanza. You've got somehow. You've got to watch on FX. You're the worst. The I, first, used wa- I used to watch. I used to watch the first season. Eh, it was terrible. The set wasn't. So I terrible. quit. I quit after the first season because the, I was bored of it. I got bored of it too. The second season is a masterpiece. I mean, really? this is me thinking this again, but <laughs> it is a mass. It is in. It's. It's just nuts. All right. All right. It is just nuts. It has got to the point where I've said, sitcoms, I can't watch the old the, the, the old formulas anymore. It's got to get, you know, it's like it's like heroin. <laughs> I can't take the heroin anymore because it's not going to do anything. You've, you've built up a tolerance. I, I really have. It has to be more and more psychotic. <laughs> Well then you will watch no, it. then you will definitely like this most recent episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm sure I will. I've really enjoyed the other three and <laughs> you know, hopefully I, I I will continue to enjoy them. I don't know. Hey Charlie! It's me, Frank. <laughs> One million dollars. Oh okay, Frank. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 
I got a rum ham here. Rum ham. Um, no, for yeah. me, for me, it's always sunny. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh my god! Hilarious. I'm telling you, hilarious. No. Uh, I don't know. Whatever else. King of Queens reruns. <laughs> King of Queens reruns. Seinfeld. <laughs> ah. Curb Your Enthusiasm reruns. Full House is coming back. Full da- uh, whatever. <laughs> Full House. That damn Blizzard. I was going to go see Dave Coulier. That damn Blizzard killed it. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got, we got like two feet of snow dumped on us in one damn day. It. Ridiculous. And you are still shoveling this without a snowblower. What are you doing? I shovel. No. Manual. I can't even do that anymore. I'm like, the hell with this. Oh, that was good exercise. That's that's the best oh, workout ever. Good it's like my one workout a year. That's back shoveling. broken. Nah. I'm not shoveling that. I'm not shoveling three miles. Still. It's a little bit. It's, it's tough. Yeah. I can't do it. Alright. Yeah. I guess bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know how to end it. Uh, we'll Until end it next ex- time. I think we uh, we ended with explosion. I'll end it with explosions, and probably pipe in the uh, the old uh, uh, portion. Was it the portion? What was the what was the thing where I where you like did the thing where you were like screaming in pain? Dr. Julius Sumner Miller. Oh, that's right! Yes! <laughs> the... <laughs> so you're going to kill me off? Yes! Yeah, but then how am I going to come back in future episodes? Well, come on, it would be like Transformers. You just keep coming back. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. The ghost. Yeah, ghost. The ghost of Rob. <laughs> right. come comes back like Bronton, like... like Gray, black, and white. <laughs> Everyone, I'm infected with spores. You have to come rescue me. <laughs> spores. I have to get Metroplex's eyes. <laughs> that wasn't it. That episode, the Ghost of Starscream. It was. Well, it's true, yeah, but not that episode. <laughs> Stop it. The Ghost of Star. Um, All right. All right. We're stopping. Goodbye. Yeah. Stop.